Welcome back to Tangible Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Bailey, and I'm here with... Caitlin, the other yes. host. Woo. I don't know why I said... <laughs> I'm your co-host. We are a co-host, okay? Oh, no, you're a host. Girl, this is your episode. Host it. Take ownership. You are good to go. I will gas you, you up if you what? need it. That. You said host. I said, we're both hosts. <laughs> you you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm the other host. <laughs> I'm a co-host. She's a co-host. I am not just a host. Um... You are She's the, the bomb. best host. And welcome back to Tangible Thoughts. <laughs> um, Here we yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. Already rabbit holing on our intro. Anyway, so, okay. you know, the last time we were doing podcasts, we, of course, got into some heavy subjects. But I feel like with this kind of new reinvention of ourselves that we're going to get even deeper. And I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if the people are ready. I don't know if you're ready. I'm never ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why I didn't expect that answer. Um, but we're getting into it. <laughs> so know. let's not waste time today. We're going to, we you know, roll our little intro music. But let's talk about how we met. Let's let's talk about, you know, yes. the beginning when it got dark, what we call our dark day oh. and where we're at now. I can't wait to go through this. OK. Yeah. Do you want to start off? Yeah. Uh, uh sure <laughs> um i can do that i can do that i'm a little nervous um you guys just still i know we've touched on this if you are a patreon member you've probably reheard this um but we did have feedback from one of our oopsie groupsies was that we weren't going deep enough and they felt like there were pieces of our story missing and so um we're and i guess to add to that <laughs> it kind of led to some misconceptions for other people like not really understanding the whole story not only like were people that knew us not right. hearing the whole story but people that didn't know us out as well weren't getting the whole story so we're gonna make sure we try yeah. to get deeper explain more and yeah get some clarifications yeah. yeah yeah okay so um we met 2013 yes. in 2013 um at our fir- was it yep. your first job Okay, I just thought it was, but I was like, hold on. Um, at our first job, in my training week, I believe it was my first day, um, an important note to know about the place that we had worked that is now closed down, um, it was a trampoline park. And my older brother actually had worked there a lot longer than me um, and essentially got me the job. <laughs> and so I, you know, live in anxiety. And so my first day, I was very anxious, very nervous, and I was sitting in the break room, and (laughs) I remember, like, what I was wearing that day, and to be, like, stupidly descriptive, I was, like, in these jeans with this nice shirt and, like, these, like, granny shoes. Um, Nice shirt? It wasn't a company shirt? No, I mean, I changed into the company shirt, but, like, I came in looking like a grandma. (laughs) Um, Should have known. And I, you know, we were 17 and, um, came in. And so to give background to my day, to give you guys like a kind of insight that I was actually having an extremely hard day before I had even met Bailey. Um, I had multiple people tell me that my brother had never once talked about me. Um, and I took that very personally. I was like, ouch, like why, you know? It was hurtful. No, it's not. I want to get into that. Not... You can. I mean, hey, that's a part of the episode. What's well, up? Because <laughs> I, I guess I've heard you say that before, but I don't think I've ever asked you, like, have you talked to him about it? Like, how did you feel continuing no. to work there? How do you think you would feel hearing it on this pod? I have so many questions. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, no, I've never talked to him about it because... I know that my brother loves me and I am a major player in his life and very important to him. So to me, um, as time went on, that hurt kind of went away with the realization of it was never um, not talking about me out of shame or anything like that. Um, But in that day, in that moment, it was something that was stuck in my head and it was very hard. Um, And then to answer the question about continuing to work there, I think I... You know, my first, I don't know, like maybe a few months there, I wasn't given my name. People didn't say Caitlin. They said so-and-so's little sister. And, you know, 
that was something I normally took pride in, but I was almost embarrassed because I was like, well, does he want them to associate me as his little yeah. sister? Um, well, did they know you at least existed? But, you know, again, so... Like nothing. No. They just... One of them... No. One of them... One of them knew my brother since kindergarten or like first grade or something, like yeah. super young sat down on a couch with me took a picture of me and with her and was like i didn't know he had a sister and sent him that picture saying why did you never tell me you had a sister that's insane mm-hmm. and um it's not something i've ever talked to him about him because i don't want him to harbor any feelings towards that because that was a decision he made when he was young i mean i know i wonder what now. his response <laughs> to that friend was though because i'm sure it's crossed his mind um i was Oh, I, I don't think it has, honestly. You don't think so? Because if it's something innocent, then why would it cross your mind? Yeah. I mean, well, there's things that I've done in innocence that when someone else brings it up, I'm like, oh, is that how you thought of it? Because I didn't realize it was bad until someone else said it this way. But I never brought yeah, it up Yeah, but someone else is saying, I've known you all these years and you never even told me you have a sister. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. But I think another thing to know is that my brother and I came from a small community. And so we weren't able to like literally walk down our street without someone saying oh that's so-and-so's older brother oh that's so-and-so's little sister let's call their parents and let them know where Mm -hmm. they're at like so we were very much attached to each other's names so um as time went on there and I wanted to grow that independence of yeah my name is Caitlin not so-and-so's little sister um I think that realization really sunk in with me that it wasn't personal and more about here's something I have to myself um, and so for a lot of time, I kind of just was like, wow, he let me into this world. Um, but to go back okay, to how also, we met. Did he tell you to before, apply? Yes. He, um, I wanted to get a job and he said that I had to have a car and then, um, he, would <laughs> he said, I'm not giving you rides. Trampoline no. park. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But he did mm-hmm. welcome you into he, this uh, by, by extending that olive branch. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. He's an amazing person and brother and he always looks out for me. So, I mean, it was never, again, it was never about me not being wanted. I think he just wanted his independence and who he was. Um, but at the time in that day, I was upset. And so I was sitting in those thought processes and then you walked in the door <laughs> and on oh my bullshit, very boisterous. <laughs> very boisterous very loud very um this is who I am and I'm in this room and I am the center and not in a bad way just you naturally draw people in to look at you um and I remember you were like oh I'm Bailey and you were like introduced yourself um I can't remember if you asked if I was his sister or not honestly but the most yeah you honestly you probably did because that day was weird man I Everybody asked me that, but then I got asked if I did drugs and I was half like, Half of no. people are like, who is she? <laughs> Didn't know he had a sister. Other half are like, oh, you must be so-and-so's sister. Other half are like, yeah, just <laughs> the mix of, you want to get high? Yeah. <laughs> there, it, was, <laughs> it was so weird. But the most notable thing for me was that you said, mm, by the way, you're too pale. I need you to tan more. And... <laughs> It snapped me out of that negative thought process. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this person is just so, so fucking blunt and like, okay, like, thank you. Tell me, tell me what you see in me. And it was like, you just saw me for me, even if it was just my paleness, <laughs> like as stupid as that sounds. So, um, that was my first meeting of you. I don't know if you remember how you were thinking. See, and that's that what day. I was going to say is ugh, like, it was nine years ago at this point. So I'm like. I wish I could remember why I said that. Like, there has to be a reason. There's no way I just walked into the break room and saw this new girl and was like, oh, she's pale. But I cannot for the life of me remember why I would say that. And I've never said that to anyone else. But I'm also not, like, shy in the way that I wouldn't just say something wild. I just feel like to say those words, someone had to have said something. Like, maybe your brother was like, no there's i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't know i don't it i i honestly like just from knowing you for so long i just probably think it was just a really shitty joke (laughs) 
because I was also who I am now is so vastly different from who I was. So I think I was really quiet and I was just your age and there wasn't a lot of people our age what? there. Like they were like in our ballpark, but we were the 17 year olds. There was, um, well, okay. That's everyone fair, else was like but 20s. for me, I feel like a lot of them and maybe for you too. Um, I wasn't worried about them being my age because mm-hmm. I went to school with most of them. No, I didn't. I did not think yeah, that way. I, I thought like, oh, I'm already comfortable because I literally cheer, half of them were my cheer squad, went to my same high school. Like everybody from my high school either worked at in and out or that place. So that's so weird. How did you get there? Did uh, you? I just I why just not in applied. Oh, I because I told myself I do not want to smell like greasy burgers all day. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> there's no shame. Like get my get money however you can, but. I had a car I was driving and I had the flexibility to like, you know, drive a little extra mile down the street and go to this other place. And I thought it seemed cool. Like, how cool is it to work at a a trampoline park? It was. It was. It was. I remember everybody in high school was so jealous of my job. Yeah, and I had cheered (laughs) and I would go there to practice for cheer and like do my jumps and whatever. And (laughs) not that I flipped, but, you know, some lame flips into the foam pit. So I was like, oh, I like this place. Like everybody just kind of stands there and watches and like that's chill and i could just jump in my free time yeah um, so yeah I, I randomly applied and then when i started working there was when i learned how many people that went to my high school actually worked there and i was like oh my god <laughs> i'm never escaping like, people. but i did only go <laughs> look for a job three miles from the school you know like what did i expect you're right but yeah, I didn't have that same feeling of like incestuary we're the youngest because i already felt like i already knew everyone and i was all i was always like a grade ahead so i graduated turning 17 i was 16 all my senior mm-hmm. year until i graduate uh, until march and then i turned 17 and graduated in may so being young was like normal for me it was all normal <laughs> so weird just different perceptions of the time but i mean but then that's another question like, in itself so if you felt like you were connecting in like into this older crowd right so essentially like thinking mm-hmm. you're older right and then you have me who's over here like i'm a baby <laughs> then what even made you want to be friends with me? Um, you know, I don't think that age mattered to me. I didn't exactly know how old you were when you started. You know, I didn't know that day when I said that to you that you were my age too, right? Um, I just think <laughs> it was, I had been working there. It was another group of new hires. New hires always sit in the break room, awkwardly quiet. <laughs> Oh my God. I remember one of them came in with a Subway sandwich and just, he was just, it was so quiet and he They're was just so eating awkward. and I was like, I was like, please go away. And then I remember, uh, uh, my brother came and got me out of the break room. <laughs> it's all you ever need is a reason to get out of the break room sometimes. When, like, so yeah, so it was just that it was like, uh, we're doing this again. I might as right. well just like make them squirm. That's probably what I was thinking. Um, cause I was just used to it and everybody comes in such big mass groups that it's, I was at the point of like, let's just filter through them because we're not going to make friends with them all. So, right. you know, you either survive yeah, or you didn't. Yeah, sink or swim. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong it's with me. It's a very like, uh, I, toxic who place. Who do I think I am honestly? to do that to people? <laughs> you're Bailey. That's it. That's just, you're Bailey. Yeah, but, huh. you know, no shame in it. It worked out, right? We're still here. We're still standing. And we had a We're solid kicking. group after that too. So we really did. We uh we rolled eight people deep at one point in like so our friend fun. group. And <laughs> to it was be so like much seventeen fun. to twenty ish, we... twenty. Well, I don't know. I was gonna say 20-ish, uh, twenty one, but then we're still friends with some people. So I don't know, but whatever. How how much? I know who you're talking about. How much older? That would be four years older than us. So if we were seventeen, yeah, twenty one. Yeah, yeah, they're about to be yeah, 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You just look like you, her whole face, everything just dropped to the realization that we're about to be 30 and 40 years. My body years. language was real sad just now. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. We, um, I think like the beauty of our group, you guys, is that uh, we were all so vastly different mm-hmm. as people and in different stages of our life. And um, we just had this like really beautiful connection that I honestly can't describe. And, you know, at one point 
people were like, why are you hanging out with so-and-so, um, a Mm -hmm. tall guy Mm -hmm. that was in our group and, um, you know, Bailey ended up dating him and stuff. And so a lot of the questions that we used to get asked is why, because the conception around him was very Mm -hmm. negative until the very right. I mean, it was just, yeah. And you know, for us, we're like, yeah, we see that you see that, but in our group, he just fits. Not to like at that moment in our life, our our own horns or anything, but like that's kind of us and always has been us. I think is that we can understand where Mm -hmm. other people are coming from with their opinion and why it might be bad. But like we can also just be like, but I see this person as I see them, and they haven't been that way to me. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy them Mm -hmm. in my space, and when I see them, it's a good time. And we can move right. on from there. And I, do you think that's a really rare thing that um, you have, like that quality to be able to do that separation? Um, I think it's not rare, but it takes strength to actually stand by people when other people don't like them, right? So mm-hmm. everyone can see it, I think, I hope. Um, but it's easier to join the majority that are saying, this person's dumb or this person is weird. Like, don't hang out with them, right? But it's like they're not hurting you what does it matter and like i don't care about your opinion because they're when i'm around them they're not that way to me and as long as they're not like right you know killing people or you know doing anything super crazy just because you think they're weird doesn't mean i have to agree with that i think uh something that people should know about you is uh, a really admirable quality of understanding that people are who they are in this moment and that they can change and become better or they become worse or they can stay the same. So you have a quality around you that is just pure in the sense of, I accept you. I see you. I hear you. And I understand that this is who you are today. Yeah. And, um, I think you've grown a lot in the sense of like a value for yourself in the fact that you, I think, um, I think a quality that like you've developed over time because like back when we first met, I think you had a struggle with your self worth, mm-hmm. honestly, um, in the sense of how people treated you. And I would see a lot of turmoil in you because you would keep people around going, but they have this possibility to change. They have this possibility to do better. I've seen them do better. I know that they can be this, um, And then as you got older over time, I've seen you kind of phase people out and you're like, okay, I gave you enough time and you're not enriching my life. You're not adding to my life. You're harming my life. I'm going to go because I deserve better. And so it's been a really cool quality to see you develop from 17 to 26. Well, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Um, I only challenge that in that I don't think there was ever... A doubt of my self-worth, but it's just giving so many chances that I don't care if it hurts me because I know that there is a better version of that person, which I think it's a thin line, right? Like if you cared about yourself, you wouldn't let them treat you that way. But it's like, I just know that there's, they're going to be better. It might not be for me and it might not be in my friendship or my lifetime with them. Yeah. But like, I know it's there and I want to hold out for that because I just have the best hope. Um. But yeah, I don't think that my self-worth has changed so, anymore. It's just like now they've met their limit on how many times they can be awful. How do you how do you differentiate between self-worth and a limit though? Because I I hear what you're saying that it wasn't a self-worth and I apologize. No, 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 don't if apologize the wrong because it's not wrong. There's definitely okay. times where I have had low self-worth and it's it's happened, but I don't think that that's true with every case, right? So I do think it, okay. what you're referencing with that relationship, yes, uh, there was a low for sure there. But there's like friendships where, um, sorry, my dog just <laughs> came into the camera view. And her laugh is not a it's not a heavy situation. subject. It's just that a great dog. But um, but yeah, but with friendships, I think I've been. Yeah, I'm more talking about friendships too, but um, just because a couple of them in particular, like I've seen. And that's, that's why I like, I want to be educated on how you view it because it's your life and your perceptions are your reality and your reality is how I should respect it. So I don't want to like say, oh, you, and I'm not, I'm never saying that you had self-worth that was low. I want to like. Well, sometimes if I'm doing things um, that present that way, then it makes sense that that's your perception, right? And that's not wrong either because that's for sure been a perception I put out, put out when I continue to be friends with someone or date someone that's showing that they're, they 
they behave as if they don't care about me. Do you have, do you have like a clear cut, like hard line of if they, if anybody crosses it, then it's like an out or is it by oh, 100% case? 100% by case. 100%. There's no clear line. It's, it's really just following my gut. And when I feel like, okay, you're just going to continue to let mm-hmm. me down or you're not going to learn anything until I walk away or you're not going to learn anything period. And even if you, I do walk away, you might or might not, but I'm not benefiting you. And you're not benefiting me. I guess that's the line. When I feel like I'm no longer benefiting them is when I choose to walk away. But I will let them drain me if it continues to benefit them. If I know that you're becoming better, then I stay. I'm raising my hand. Yes. I'm raising my hand. So you stay if you're benefiting them, even if they're draining you. To some extent, for sure. Can Can you explain? Um um just because that's a really interesting concept and like i think a lot of people can relate Mm -hmm. to that and i'm just kind of like i want to know if you know the why behind it and if you don't that's okay i'm just wondering if you've ever thought in depth yeah i mean i guess the only why i could give is that i feel like for me i do end up always getting a lesson out of it and maybe my line does go back a little bit more every time right like maybe i do tolerate less or i know that that's now a hard boundary for me because i've been there but sometimes you have to go through it to know that it's okay or not okay um but i also think that things like when a relationship ends friendship whatever it is if you have to cut off a family member whatever the case is it hurts right so it's always going to hurt when it ends So you might as well feel like you did the most that you could for that person if it's going to hurt when it ends either way. I (laughs) like that's you know, and it's not because I don't feel like I'm worth walking away. It's just like I know you can still benefit and I'm going it's this is going to suck because in the end, it's not going to be healthy for either one of us. So you might as I might as well give you all the tools that I can give you while I still have them and while I still feel all right about this before. I do walk away. Do you feel like you get that same courtesy from people in your life or like, did you have that uh, growing up? Like, how did you, do you know how you developed that? I think it's more, I don't know if it's a development or an issue, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I've always, well, you have a big heart. So there's benefits right. and negatives. In but it, I've know? always been a people pleaser. I think, I think it just honestly is rooted in anxiety and people pleasing. And if you listen to our Patreon episodes, mm-hmm. I've talked about like, that I've just always had some expectations of being in school, getting the best grades, blah, blah, blah. So I think it just comes from all that, like always wanting to be the best, do the most, give the most. Um, and that's just translated into my friendships and relationships too. It's, I think it's all the same. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I, um, I feel like I just learned another piece about you. Like I, I feel like we're constantly having conversations like this off you know, yeah. off the podcast and stuff. So it's cool to be able to ask them yeah. on here. It really is. Cause it also takes both of us thinking, right. And you can see as we talk, like the wheels turning mm-hmm. and like, Oh, I never realized that about you. And I see you thinking it through about yourself too. And you might've thought it, but you've never voiced it. And it's different to say something out loud too, than mm-hmm. it is to just sit there and think it to yourself. Well, and I also like that, like it's, um, you know, words have connotation, mm-hmm. right? So when I'm saying like self-worth and you're like, actually, like I see that my actions can give that impression, but this is actually the internal process that I'm going through. Um, it's interesting and it gives a different, uh, just mm-hmm. a different viewpoint. And it's just giving me another another lens to see. It, through. And I also think it's funny that you have so many questions because they do take me down a path that's like different than yours, right? But I don't think that you differ all that much either like I think that you really meet people where they're at too and like are good at saying hey I accept you too where you are (laughs) and so we start at the same starting point but we end up (laughs) having very different thought process behind it right yeah well no 100% um but I think that's honestly I think that's why I became your friend is because um the more time I spent with you the more time I felt like you could I could almost breathe mm-hmm. around you where I was like it's okay that I dress like a grandma <laughs> it's okay if I ask questions it's okay if I ask for help like there was never a um there was never a feeling of misplacement there was always a feeling of acceptance and then and a feeling of helpfulness um 
And I, and I hope that that gives you insight that the way you're wanting to come across did come across, um, and still does, but it's more so now I think we're just kind of like, "Mm, we're in this for life, but (laughs) for sure, good or bad. Um, but it's, it's just interesting that that was the perception you had for yourself and it was conveyed. And I think that that's like always like a weird thing when you say it out loud, um, but I also liked the strength that you had in you, which, um, yes, we start out at the same point, but I've always viewed us differently in the strength that you've had in different areas mm-hmm. than I have. And so I think that that's just one of them. Interesting. It's <laughs> evil laugh. It is different than the conversations we have um, off the podcast. And so I don't know. I like it. But do you not think that that's a strength of yours? Like meeting people where they're at and and just being that voice and you don't think you come Um, off that way? No, I don't think I come off that way at all. I, I have a very, but this is something I'm aware of about myself is I have a very twisted self image. Um, And so you are one of those people that like you kind of check me back into reality of like I'm the way I think isn't always logical but I think you I only give you that space for me to hear you because of what we've gone through and um of who you are but I I mean I I have the hope that I come off that way that I accept people how they are and who they are and then I only leave when it is too much for me um but i i i think the way we different is uh differ sorry not different um you said something that was really interesting and you said i leave when i feel like i can't give them more tools so you leave for them in a sense right myself yeah i am the opposite i leave when i just can't it's it that's what it comes down to it's i don't even think about them and i don't think about and um I don't, I don't think about when I leave somebody as a, I'm doing this for them because I'm not benefiting them. I I do it because I'm like, I'm tired. I can't, I'm, I'm so broken from this relationship. I need to leave now. Um, and so I view it more of that way. And I also view it's different. Now I have a really good sense of self-worth. And so I leave for, I lead in what I'm saying for different reasons, but if we're going back to when we met, I had a very, very, very low self worth. Hmm. Um, and my friends at the time, you know, I had a lot of friends in different social groups, a lot of people that I hung out with. But then when I started this job and I met you and I met our, you know, huge friend group, there was that breath of here are the people that accept you as you are where you are and we're just going to live life. And it was the first time I could feel like I was living life. Um, and up until that point, I didn't think I was. And, um, so it is just interesting because when we met, I had a very low self-worth. Perceptions are very funny to me because I would say that I disagree. Like you said, you, you walk away from things when you feel like it's too much for you. But I also think that you have the people pleasing quality where you will stay until you think that they're in a good place. Oh, yes. No, there is that there. I'm I'm just talking about the walking away aspect. Um, how you said you'll walk away when you're like, I'm not benefiting them. This isn't, it's not useful right. to them. You think in that concept and I think in the concept of I'm too, I'm too broken. I got to go. And it's not like me being broken, but this, the relationship itself is so degraded and degenerative, um, that I can't, but on the flip side, I see where you get that impression of me because there have been relationships that you have been there and seen me through where I can't walk away mm-hmm. and I can't walk away because I, I have so much love or respect or, or, you know, positive feelings or hope and want for this person that, it's harder for me to walk away to even for myself um, in, because at the end of the day, I want them to be in a better place. And so I see where you get that perception, but there's only been, I think um, there's been a good amount of people that I've done that with um, when I've been around you. So I see where you get that but perception. But that's not like your 
deciding factor. It's not like the biggest prevailing thought to you of like, I can't do any more no. good for them. It's just like, I'm, I'm so done. I'm so broken or this is broken. Um, I think it's really complicated in by case. Fair. Same. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people where, um, I feel like maybe I can't do stuff for them, but I can be a person for them. And so if, if they still get value out of me as a person and I still get value out of them as a person, then there's still value in that relationship. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we're, okay. I mean, we're so, it's so like, we're so, see, like we're so similar, but also we just, our perceptions are different. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I agree with the whole, like that's for me, I thought, I think that's a huge thing in our relationship and why I think it has lasted as long as it has, it has and will continue to last is because we can take a breath because a lot of the things that like we're talking about on the podcast, they are things that we can say and that we kind of already knew, but it's also just like Mm -hmm. cool to hear how your mind actually works but it's like we don't need to explain these things in depth on a daily basis right like we can go into a conversation and already kind of have that background knowledge because we think pretty Mm -hmm. similarly yeah i think um you know what was a really big eye-opener uh one of our episodes that (laughs) it's on the patreon um can you tell we're plugging (laughs) no but when we did those personality tests um and we were like oh we're gonna be so similar and then you're like no we're gonna be different um but and like attachment styles and stuff that we, you know, and so I think that we, it's been very funny because we've always been like, oh, like we're the other half or like the soulmates, like, you know, and we say that, but it, when I say it, it's because when I call you my soulmate, it's because I don't have to mm-hmm. say things. And even when we first met, like when we first met, there was a lot of parallel, there's always been parallels so in our lives. Um, and I mean, we could go through them. Um, but to think that, that so we're weird, nine years like, into it and there's still our parallels all the time. Right. It, it's, it's interesting. And so because we live such, I don't know the word. Cause I want to say similar, but like, you know, they're similar, but Very they're different. different. <laughs> but it's like on a basic level, we're so experienced in the same way that we don't have to explain. And it's nice because when you meet somebody that you don't have to always be like this, 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 this is why I'm this way. And there's just somebody that's like, oh, yeah, I went through that traumatic thing yeah. too. We're good. Yeah. You don't have to say it. You're fine. Um, and you know, there's no pressure to reveal things. And I think that we've naturally been able to just evolve and have conversations that are deep and, there's also not that pressure of after a deep conversation having to change. It's just kind of like, Hey, here's my trauma dump. I don't want you to fix it. I don't need you to fix it. And I know you said you have the mental space to take it. So here it is. And I'm, I'm going through it. And then we talk about it. And then two seconds later, we're laughing and we've moved on. Are we crazy? Maybe. Are we fun? Definitely. (laughs) And it works for us, right? Like, you know, find what works for you and your friendships. But that is, it's, it's our system. (laughs) But you know, what's really fascinating to me. Um, and I said this a little bit to you when we were hanging out like last week, I think it was, um, people really find like other friends have really found issue in the fact that we're so close and that they compare you to them and they try to compare the relationships and i'm like i I hate to break it to you but it's just very different like i and it's not to say less of any of our other friendships or anything like that but it's just like there's something to be said about having a friendship where you don't have to explain yourself and explain every situation all the time it's really refreshing it's so refreshing Mm -hmm. and it's also like um the other thing too is that i think people forget that we have work to get to this yeah. level. Like we're not just like, yes, we've always had like a, a, a level of understanding. You, I mean, do you agree? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like maybe I shouldn't put words in her mouth, but um, we've had that level, but then also we have had moments where we didn't mm-hmm. talk and it happened. What? Twice. It happened twice. Uh, twice? We had a dark day and a dark oh, month. Same. Okay. Dark day yeah. and dark month. Yeah. Yes. Bitch. Yes. <laughs> 
I was like, don't you try to no. Um, and we had very unhealthy forms of communication. And I think even attachment, like, especially from my end, I know, um, do you want to explain the dark day and the dark month actually? Cause I did a lot of talking and I want to get some Yeah. Water. I'm just like trying to think about how to not even <laughs> put that person into the, you know, the situation so much. There was the there was a person that influenced um our relationship because we allowed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, so God, I really don't know how to how to say it. But this person really just kind of would talk about to me um her attachment style and how it was just kind of too much for the relationship that we were having and you know he was really upset about it and would just you know pretty much tell me like we need to be able to do our own thing and like grow together and be in our own relationship like we need less of her in it and so it was like it wasn't like let's not be friends with her and so it was so subtle but consistent that I was like okay I see what you mean like let's go you know on a date let's do this let's and so for me it was just like okay we're kind of slowly doing things on our own um and, like, I was blindly not even realizing how much it was adding up. But at the same time, he was messaging you, right, and saying totally different mm-hmm. things. Like, oh, Bailey's saying she doesn't want want you around us and, like, <sighs> yeah, just yeah, way more was, mean things. There was um, – it's a really weird thing when, you, when we talk about it. Like, because, like, I just – I don't know. Um <sighs> – yeah, so I'm going to rewind this mm-hmm. a little bit, actually. So the dark day and dark month happened years apart. The dark day happened because this person and Bailey had started dating. And we had been um, in this huge friend group together. And Bailey and I are obviously very close. And the three of us were closest friends. Um, and we had gone to see a movie together, like the three of us. And it was like, you know, when you're around a couple like you just know you're yeah. around a couple and this is like the beginning stuff i was <laughs> um, talking about of where he was just like you know let's just do more things with just us kind of thing like subtly mm-hmm. but also not so subtle <laughs> yeah and um it was definitely not subtle and so th- it was a very like shocking thing because i didn't expect well, so it we didn't and then, either, right? um, so that's why i was like yeah which is dumb for yeah. me to say i think because from the outside and everybody else knew but i i truly did not think that well i don't think it's dumb i don't think it's dumb because even i didn't expect it and i was like in the thick of it yeah oh, well, you kind of did <laughs> I, yeah did i yeah because um his like mom's coworker or whatever was like oh so who's dating who and then everybody kind of always thought it was between us i forgot that that even happened until yeah you everybody was always pointing out like oh he's dating <laughs> one of you guys like who is it and i was like oh her <laughs> like i would always be like it's her. Oh, like, no i was so upset i was yeah. like please no um, um yeah so i didn't even expect but it. yeah so then um, yeah we end up going to the movies yeah and it was really awkward and then um <laughs> i left and i left mad because it was so here's the thing about me i I'm not stupid, um, and so I don't like when people hide things and are blatant about it, and um, it felt like that to me that day. I was just like, okay, so they're clearly together, and they clearly haven't told me, and this is awkward. And then I remember you saying um, that when I walked away, you turned to him and said, she knows. (laughs) And so, you know, the dark day was we had a college class together, and I wouldn't even look at her. I wouldn't talk to her. Dude, I was, dude, I know. We need to come up with like a fucking name for him. But, um, yeah, and it, and you know, that's an immature response on my end, but I also, I was no, just the immature. whole situation it was, was that. It was. It's not like we said, hey, we're yeah. bringing you to the movies and now we're a couple. It was like we third wheeled you without you knowing it. It was very awkward for you. Yeah. The whole thing was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And, um, you know, then we all three had a conversation and I explained, I was like, you know, it's not that you're dating, like I'm happy if you're happy, but it's about the fact that it was lying to my face and then treating me like I was stupid. And, you know, on your guys' end, you're like, well, you just didn't know how to bring it up. And, 
you know, it's not that we think you're stupid. It's just, we just, you know, we're friends. We still want our friendship. And I'm like, yeah, we're friends. It's just tell me shit. And like, that was it. Got over it. We were fine. And then years later, the dark month happened, which is a lot more about the, um, I think that's really where he dived from my perception, dived into, um, cause it didn't happen because of me breaking up with my first boyfriend because of that. Not because of it, but like, I feel like that was always the catalyst event because that I, my boyfriend and I at the time had broken up and I was heartbroken. Didn't expect it. It was, um, Mm. very crazy time. Um, but you guys were going somewhere and I called, asked you to turn around and come back and he was really upset about it. Um, and so I feel like that was kind of the marker where he was like, she, I think she's got to sure go. That was like, like she's a doing the most for him, but I don't think it was like the start mm-hmm. of it. And when I'm going back and thinking okay. about it, I honestly think dark day number one was like where he knew already <laughs> he was going to start putting a wedge. Honestly, you know, now that I think about it for, um, him to just already be insisting that we do more things of like, like we need to just do stuff without so-and-so and you're mm-hmm. in a big group. of friends. And I mean, he, we were, but, and, you know, to give fairness to him, um, I get that now. I, I think definitely now I understand, like, the whole, like, separation of church and state mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I also think that you and I had a better grasp of, like, in that you were also, you had also been dating people before. So I feel like you knew how to have a relationship and a friendship at the same time, whereas him and I were very inexperienced and we didn't That's understand that. That's true. I haven't even thought about that perspective. I... Yeah, I came from living a very different lifestyle from you two. <laughs> I was going to say from a lot of that group, but definitely um, you guys. And I was the closest to you guys in that yeah. group. So that's that's a really good point. I had never, I've never thought about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I mean, and I, you know, so I like to give that perspective to him because um, I get it. I get that like first love wanting everything to be together and was it gone about wrong? Yes. hundred percent. And with a dark month, that's a very sad thing to think about because he was saying this stuff to you and you didn't have a concept of like what he was saying yeah. to me. And also at the same time, you had a lot of family stuff going on with your dad. And so when I'm sitting here, he's telling me that you find me annoying, which at the time in my life was a really big Would triggering word for me. Um, word? I did. He used that on I purpose. Did. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he was saying that you thought I was annoying, that you didn't want me as a friend, but that I kept coming around um, and that you needed only your best bitches, which were like your friends from high school and stuff. Um, and so like there's like, you know, and it was kind of just spurred it in when I was going through this really hard time. And, you know, so when you're going through a hard time, you also believe the negative a lot more. Um, and then I was over and I can take responsibility in this is that I was overwhelming you with messages where I was like, why aren't you talking to me? Like, what did I do wrong? And you're over here probably like, actually, I don't know how you were feeling, but my assumption now is that, um, you're probably like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm just trying to deal with my like, oh, family no, life. Oh, no, I like, don't think I've ever been like that. I think I've always been like, my friends need a space. But then, yeah, I have life stuff. But also, they're my friends. <laughs> like, that's just a part of life. No, I know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we didn't talk for, like, about a month. Um, and then I know... And I've also... I know right, there was like a- I have had friendships mm-hmm. and relationships. And I'd had a high school sweetheart where we had like those I'm falling out of love kind of oh my god my heart is freaking broken not even falling out of love like you're still in love but your heart is fucking a mess and oh I wish I've so I've been there right so I understood it and like when you called as we were going out of town I understood that I was like oh we're going back and Mm -hmm. that's probably it just probably was made worse because I wasn't like no let's just keep going like i understand what you're saying we do need to do our own things i was like oh no we gotta we gotta go find her because that's it's devastating it's traumatizing at the time it's a big life event yeah i got broken up through a phone call while (laughs) it was yeah it's a big life event and so i think that that's (laughs) not like that wasn't the beginning of it but i think yeah he realized like oh i can't just say these little things here and there and get her to go along with it anymore yeah it's re- it would be really curious it's really uh 
curious to know what his side of it is. Um, and the other thing to note, guys, is that like this person has apologized before. You know, we moved on and everything's great and fine with him and, you know, all the best. Um, but he did admit to uh, actually we're sitting in our first jobs parking lot. <laughs> and he admitted to me that he felt, in, you know, and yeah, he said all those things. But that's okay because I think the dark month and dark day and all that strengthened our friendship, mm-hmm. honestly. That's my And we haven't had anything happen since then. But, like, even when we were having the dark month, um, the way we became friends again was that Caitlin was in a situation, which I'm not going to talk about. But no, wait, no, no, that's not why. why? No, we and by the way, we can talk about it. It's fine. (laughs) We just don't allude too much. Um, No. So we started talking because my friend and your friend had been friends. They didn't live together and they were going to have like a birthday party or a party. And my friend was going to bring me and you were going to be there. And they said that they wanted us to both make sure we were okay with it. So we met up at a Starbucks. We totally did meet up at a Starbucks. Yeah. And you were driving your dad's car and like we met up and I remember just sitting there and I was like, and it was so fine this sorry is spoiler alert it was I mean, it was fine but yeah i was, was so nervous was like, oh my god i was like oh no uh-uh. yeah i don't even know how like the conversation started but i just know that like i just told you like i was like i know how you felt because so-and-so said and it. then i was like what and you were like <laughs> yeah and i just remember both of us just being like hella weird about it we we're like what and then you're like what and then um we were fine like absolutely 100 yeah. percent fine we're like oh so we were just dumb and didn't talk to each other is what it was but it made sense at the time you know if you're hearing something from someone yeah. who's your best friend in this group of three then like why wouldn't yeah. you be upset and you were going through a lot and i was going through a lot but right. yeah i guess we had been but friends then... but we weren't like back to our normal hangout back on track fully it we weren't even dude it was yeah. the same day so we weren't like we were like chilling <laughs> we were cool it was fine but we weren't like best buds yet again yeah we had a conversation and then like that night so we had a conversation just saying like yeah like we're gonna repair our friendship yeah. essentially right like we're gonna be like we'll we'll work on this like we'll figure it out we're gonna go to the same party together whatever well, later that night, I went out with some friends and um, the guy I had been seeing got really drunk and I felt uncomfortable and I called Bailey and she came and picked yep. me up. That was all. In the middle that of the night it. while I had no car. <laughs> I snuck out and I took. Yeah, you did sneak out. It was pretty late. <laughs> well, and I was at a party late and I had to get to my other friend's house yeah. still. And I was not about to get in this Uber with this man. <laughs> Good thing you didn't. But yeah, it's it's I been know. a ride. It's been a wild ride. But I'm proud to say we're here. And everything's we are. Been and um, wait, I have a question. So when we didn't talk, did you think about me or did you stalk my um, social media? I definitely thought about you. I honestly don't remember exactly if I stalked you, but I'm sure I did. Like, we had a lot of the same circles. I don't think I so did. I feel like I'm sure I did. I don't think I did, though. I'm, I, maybe because I'm as an active poster, but you're not an active poster, so I don't think I looked at yours. I remember looking at your boyfriends mm-hmm. at the time because they were an active mm-hmm. poster. Yeah, they had big dreams. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I definitely yeah, thought about you, though. Go for sure. us. Because it, it, mm-hmm. it didn't better. end well. And it was weird. Yeah, it was a super... I think that's the weirdest part about it. It was that... Um, and people used to ask me all the time about you. And I'd get so upset. I'm like, I don't know where she's at. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> well, good thing you good thing you became friends again. Because people still ask you at work, at home. <laughs> oh, my God literally i got asked about you way too much not too much i enjoy talking about you but like it's funny because people will be like oh like at work they'll be like oh what's her email and i'm like da, 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 da. like i know it's so fast and they're just like <gasps> and i'm like you're still surprised <laughs> like <laughs> please so i wish i could say yeah. something that 
helped repair our friendship. Like, I wish I could give a piece of advice for that. But I just feel like that after being at Starbucks and then having like a crazy party that I need to pick you up from, it just, we just fell back into it like normal. Well, I think it goes back to um, how we are with people is that we understand where they're at is where they're at and what happened is what happened. It goes back to we're both the same in that um, people make mistakes and um, we make mistakes. And I think the other thing too, uh, that might be a tidbit that you're looking for and you tell me if it's not, um, the acceptance of roles in it. So we both accepted the fact that we didn't reach out to properly figure it out you know what i mean like sure i could have texted you like why aren't you talking to me but it wasn't it was more accusatory versus like hey i'm hearing this is this true yeah right because that would have been a red flag of this is like i need to respond to this and i need to address this with my partner and i need to do this like there that's more of a like invitation to a conversation versus how i was coming out which was a lot more accusatory Mm -hmm. i feel like um and so I think that's also something that um, I don't know. I learned a lot of stuff uh, when we became friends again, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I not that I didn't learn stuff. I'm making it sound like, uh, eh. but um, <laughs> it just has always been so easy. It is. Um, I think something I'm going to say this um uh, Because it has been easy, but I think something I also developed in an understanding of you is that, and I've kind of taken this on uh, Mm -hmm. for myself, which is that it's okay to have space. It doesn't devalue your friendship. It doesn't devalue if you haven't talked in a week. It just means that in a week you're going to have more to tell them. Yeah. I, yeah. (laughs) From my perspective. Because we were very codependent. probably like, I feel like people probably get, more upset with me not reaching out than I realized because I'm very much like a like you said a distant friend (laughs) yeah well I don't know because if you think back to like when we first started hanging out like we did did. everything together it was very codependent and so I think um when you go through a hard time you really show that like independence of like I need this by myself I need some time I need some space and so like for me it was understanding that like you took that space not because this person was saying this but because you were going through a lot of yeah. stuff at home yeah also maturity um we've just we've obviously matured <laughs> like we were <laughs> i don't know about that one <laughs> but we were we were babies and we were trying to figure out things on our own like now you're in therapy i am not <laughs> But you're in therapy, working um, through the things that are hard. We're in therapy. <laughs> I am in therapy adjacent. Catch the trailer. I call her after every session, <laughs> and I tell her what our therapist needs us to I know. Am in therapy adjacent. So, and you guys don't do that. Don't listen to me. Get help if oh, you God. need help. <laughs> Please do. Um. Okay. So then mm-hmm. I have a question. How can I be a better friend to you? Or us to each other. How can you be a better friend to me? Mm-hmm. You can pay my bills. I'm not going to suck your dick. Both of those are hard no's for me. <laughs> hard I, limits, I Bailey. I love the amount of silence Red. there's about to be right there. Um, <laughs> you got me. That was that was That was it. And I guess now you can't be a better friend since you said hard nose. This is in our contract. Jay. I can't believe you tried to swindle me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me wrap this up. To be a better friend. Um something you're already doing. Keep going to therapy. But just things. What? <laughs> you're already doing it please keep going therapy <laughs> because it helps in every funny. single aspect of your life and like i'm s- no it I really does i so- really i appreciate you acknowledged it <laughs> no 
because like I'm low key envious because I have said a million times I should probably go to therapy. But have I ever even looked up a number for a therapist? Maybe once in my 26 years. I've got one. I can't go to your therapist. I can send oh love gosh. over. She's gonna. Yes, you she can. So She'd be like, "This makes so much yeah, sense." She would. No, she would. She would be like, "Oh, <laughs> we live." That's why Caitlin's this way. It's like just over five minutes away from each other. We work at the same place. We've had many of the same jobs. We can't have the same therapist. <laughs> <sighs> I can ask her if she has any friends. Also, I need to figure out health insurance coverage for that because. You got the good end of the deal right now. <laughs> I know I have somebody else paying for yeah. my therapy, you guys. Um, okay, so I will continue to go to therapy in all okay, seriousness. Okay. Yes, how to be uh, a better friend. Um, but just continuing to, you were talking about earlier how you, your self-worth has increased um, over the years. But I would say continuing on that path um, because you have a lot of, like compassion inside of you and a lot of confidence a lot of the times and I just want to see you use that all of the time and not let your you know anxieties and that kind of stuff take over and like your crazy thoughts which I know when you're alone and in your head like there's no one else in there but you and it's easy to get caught up in that but being the best friend would be you being the best of your version of yourself and that to me would just mean you having the most self-worth and the most confidence um, and being able to tell people to fuck off because you believe in you and you believe in where you're at and where you stand. And you're going to get there. You're not going to have anxiety when people try to peer pressure yes. you to do shit. You're going to be like, this is my boundary and you can suck it. <laughs> and my best friend told me that I can do this. So I'm doing Thanks this. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. But no, like you can be the best friend to me when you are able to recharge yourself and you can only do that when you set the boundaries and you hold right. those lines right and i respect that you hold yours very well by the way i always say this i tell uh, you guys our coworkers have like there's been a conversation that's happened where i'm like i'll ask her but she's gonna say no and that's okay <laughs> but i'll ask her and i'll ask her a question and she's like no i don't really feel like i should and i'm like mm, okay as your best friend yes hold that love it as your coworker, fuck you bitch mm-hmm. get here now <laughs> yep um so no i think that you hold very good boundaries and that's something i aspire to and no 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 I'm very proud of you how can i be a better friend don't give me this don't gas me up <clears throat> i'll always gas you up um honestly i think you are the best friend Um, And I say you're my best friend because you are the best friend that you can be to me. And um, you kind of stole my line, which was going to be as long as you're improving yourself, then our friendship is also elevated. (laughs) Um, And I think that something you've done in the last few years is open up a lot more about the role I am in in your life. And for me as a person, that's been very uplifting um and i think you've also done that you've opened up a lot more with a lot of people in your life and i think that by you doing that you're letting people into a different side of you that's very great um so it's just you're doing all this stuff right now i know like ice i've been rhyming a lot lately but um that's cool though i didn't know i was (laughs) opening up like i know i am but i didn't know i am you know no yeah well i was at your house last week and you were like (laughs) i don't know if you have a friend you're listening if your other friends are listening, can I say what you said? Oh, I said you're my closest best friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we talked about how all your best friends are like my yeah, friends. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> adjacent. Best friend adjacent. <laughs> well, not all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like I just know what's going on and like I know like all their babies, how old they are, how their babies' personalities are. And it's really cool that like – uh, you don't keep the friendship separate and you kind of like blend them together. So like I know who your whole community is and I love that. And I love that you have so many people that are supporting you and loving you and um, just keep being you. There's going to be a lot of breath in that microphone. Um, you feel feeling awkward now. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. I don't um, gatekeep around here. Yeah. No, you have really great friends. So don't gatekeep them. <laughs> 
Um, but you guys, I hope that that was a little bit deeper for you. Um, if it's not, you know, there's things that you want clarification on or questions. Um, Keep them to yourself. Oh, bitch, no. <laughs> this is an open podcast. Bring it to the therapy couch that we call the unlicensed therapy room. Actually, it's just called tangible thoughts, oh, honestly. Honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, and you guys can always ask them on the live. If you join the Patreon, you can. And also oh, email yeah. them at tangiblethoughtspodcast at gmail.com or DM them at tangiblethoughtspodcast on Instagram or TikTok. Or tweet us. Tweet your questions at, at rabbithole. And we'd love to answer them. All right. We got to wrap it up. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye.